Hello and welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm here with Gar. That is me. And today we are doing a volume two of a very popular podcast that we did uh, about just over a year ago. Yeah, just over. Um, we are doing Worst Covers Volume 2, as requested by some of you actually. Uh, um, we should tell people as well where we are. Oh yeah. Well, not where we are, but <laughs> the proximity in which we are in. To uh, each other. Yeah, We're, we are in the same room looking at each other. and uh, Tops off already. It's straight up tops off. It's a bit cold, <laughs> so I'm into it. Uh, it's also we're in the pub. Yeah, um, we're allowed to be in the pub now. Uh, bag of cans pub, not pulling points pub, but yeah. bag of cans. This is also this is going to be like a prequel because we're going to do our live show after we record this. Yeah, but you're going to hear this after the live show. So uh, yeah, so you get the on Monday, you get the experience what we experienced before we were on fire uh, for a live show locked later. So this is a. Like a shit prequel to that. So, uh, yeah, we're in Worst Covers Part 2. Doing the first one over a year ago, which yeah. is fun. Uh, again, this is a simple little one. Nothing too crazy. Nothing, it's more of an opinion piece. Than one, of my, one of mine is considered one of the best covers ever. Really? Yeah. Not, obviously not by me, because it's on the worst, li- okay. the worst covers list. Well, then let's get into it then. Will we? Who's, uh, who's your first one? My first one is Limp Bizkit doing Faith. I love that, though. I hate it so much. I think that's deadly. It's super unimaginative. It sounds like a garage band who just like learned the chords off fucking guitar, guitar tab.com. <laughs> and like there's nothing different about it. The, the only bit that even sounds like Limp Bizkit is like there's a bit of a weird scratch where, what's his name? Is it DJ Lethal, is it? DJ Lethal. Starts Bring doing, it on. Yeah, starts like near the end of it just to make it a little bit more. Take him to the Matthews Bridge. It's fucking, it's, the, the, the verse is painful. The verse is fucking painful. Then the chorus kicks in, and it's just... It's like a 13-year-old's version of a fucking song. It's make it real heavy, right? Make it real heavy and just sing the chorus real heavy. And then for the verse, we go real light again, right? And then, like, no, we don't know how to play the rest of it, so let's just get, like, DJ Lethal to go, like... Waka, waka, waka. No, that's not true, because when it comes in the second time, it has the whole drums behind it. Yeah, no, but like they do this double-time drums thing. No, I hate it so much. I hate it so you much. You should listen to it more, though. Well, we're going to listen to it more. Are you ready to listen to it some more? Yeah, I love it. All right. Like me, but I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play, because I play them too. Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. That hurts me. That hurts me in my soul. I have, I have zero, zero like time. It, it wouldn't go on my best covers list, but I like it a lot. I can't do it. One, one solitary single bit. It is not really? for me. Yeah, I just, just, it's bugged me my whole life. I'm not going to like you. Bit of crack though. No, I, that's not. It's, I, I can get me a bit of crack um, <laughs> from, the, from the rest of Limbisca. From stuff. yeah, from Thomas Street <laughs> and the rest of Limbisca. <laughs> but I, I don't need them covering what is a, a song I'm actually not mad on anyway, even the original. I will fuck off then. Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but it's just 
No, it's not for me. It's not for me. Who's your fourth one? My fourth one is uh, Madonna doing American Pie. Oh, well. <laughs> On March the 3rd, 2000, a.k.a. the day the music died. This <laughs> is a terrible, terrible vocal performance and a fucking awful job by William Arby on the production side of it oh, I forgot he was on this not, not production wise as in like <coughs> sonically it sounds mm. great and all that but it's so the, the electronic music going behind it is so horrific yeah and um, it's from the movie The Next Best Thing featuring herself and Rupert Everett where you know, I don't know what that's about he, he probably pretends to be straight for about half the movie and he's like no, no I was only joking I don't know I never saw it but that's what I imagine it would be like uh, the movie was panned and so was this cover of this song um, let's cut straight to the chase as to why I hate it. Play it there. <laughs> All right. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew that if I had my chance, I could make those people dance, and maybe they'd be happy for a while. karaoke yeah that's that's a karaoke song fiercely fiercely and unpleasant I've heard people doing better karaoke versions of that than uh, Madonna did yeah, so this is a massive monstrously big hit worldwide went to one number one in a whole lot of countries um, I think the fact that the reason it went to number one in so many countries is because it was Madonna covering American Pie yeah regardless of what uh, just the concept of it was enough to make that go to number one it doesn't matter about the execution the, the, at all because yeah, yeah, that's what happens with the execution it's stupid it's really bad. It's lifeless. Oh, I it's love that song, dull. like the original song. I love it. Yeah, but uh, so she's the cut out all verses that don't reference things that she has anything didn't want to say in the song. So really? it's three minutes cut out of it. Fucking hell. Um, oh god. So the Don McLean hater. I bet he loved it. Loved, of course he did. Love it. <laughs> uh, royalties. Royalties. He said, yeah. and I'm going to read out his quote because he's a creep. He is. He is a strange lad. Uh, it is a gift. For her to have recorded American Pie, I think it is sensual and mystical. Oh. I also feel that she's chosen autobiographical verses that reflect her career and personal history. What do you reckon, Well Don? done, Don. Nail, nail on the head. I have received many gifts from God, but this is the first gift I have received from a goddess. No. Ooh. Not from now, me. <clears throat> let's give Madonna a tiny bit of credit. She didn't really, really want to do this. Okay. She was asked to do it 
um, by her record label for the movie and she said yeah Grand we'll do that for the movie and then it's not on any of my albums okay. then they pushed and pushed and pushed for it to get it released on the her album music uh. which is not a, not a great time in Madonna's career anyway <laughs> so she said uh, I don't like I don't consider it one of my greatest hits so she left it off her greatest hits volume 2 but it made it onto our greatest shits volume 2 yeah exactly so it's, it's uh, moving up the charts a little bit it's bland and it's pointless and Madonna's way better than that uh, she is though yeah at that time is that's when she started to get a bit she's doing kind of disco uh, disco dance stuff around that time as well wasn't she well this was after the album with William Orbit which was yeah. uh, Ray of Light which yeah. was a really good album that's well right, yeah. you know 50, 50 half yeah. of it is really good and unexpected like good electronic music yeah. this is it sounds like they released this so that the record label would go no we can't put that out and they go yeah Grant <laughs> anyway <laughs> you've heard it you know already but you've heard it now who's your next one uh, my next one is uh, Fallout Boy and Missy Elliott doing the Ghostbusters song it's silly, isn't it? so fucking it's stupid. Silly. It's so fucking stupid. It sounds like what would happen if you told the computer to write a song about Ghostbusters. It's it's lifeless, it's heartless, it does nothing. It even hides the main riff. It doesn't really do the main kind of riff properly. Oh, it chops it up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it doesn't really come in until the end, and even then it's hidden and all. That's oh, fucking, it's poxy. Um, even Missy Elliott's verse in it is shy. She like, like rhyming is real slack in it. She rhymes, uh, she rhymes two words that are like the exact same together, like street and street or something stupid. Yeah. Like you know, if you're running down the street, uh, they'll catch you on the street or something. Something fucking. I hate dirt. when people do that. Like can't do that. <laughs> just it's 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 just not good. It's not good. Let's play a little bit of it for yeah. for the. I remember I heard it on the ad and I was like, it's I hope that doesn't uh, represent the film, and it did. I absolutely <laughs> did. I get sick of my own fucking mouth. You know what? Weirdly, that time I heard it, I didn't hate it. Really? Yeah. Just there? Yeah. You didn't hate that? I did the first time. And I'm like, you think that's all right? It's just him. It's, not, it's, it's not the most repetitive thing. Of it. He just shouts, yeah, I, I need to I'm not afraid, not afraid yeah, for like I, an hour. I'd need to hear, like, oh yeah, probably actually, if he did start to sing, I'd probably hate that. So, it's maybe, it, oh. just, oh, God, I don't know. He, he does his absolute best to, to turn like a, a, a three second fucking loop into a three and a half minute. Yeah. song and like the only way they can even do that is by throwing Missy Elliott in there for like half of it and she she absolutely does want to be she there she struggles does she you can hear her just not wanting to do it like 100% <laughs> she has no interest whatsoever in, in being fucking on that song 
Um, it's <laughs> it's fuck. It's, it's I'm not afraid. No. Not afraid. Is that, is that the end of the song? No, that's it. A minute into it. Oh, it just go, keeps going like that. All this is. Oh, I thought I was like, that's not that bad because I thought it was the outro. No, it's it's credit fodder. It's all it is. Yeah, like it's just they need how long are the credits? Three and a half minutes worth of credit. We just need that Ghostbuster song for three and a half yeah. minutes. <laughs> and uh, what we'll do is when Missy Ellis starts rapping, we'll start showing bloopers. I don't even know. <laughs> If that they do that in the movie, like, bet you. Oh, of course they. Bet me oh, bollocks bet. that there's a, the blooper reel is when Missy Elliott comes in, right? And I don't remember because I watched that film and my brain deleted it, like instantly. The you second know, I was like defending that movie because it was getting shot on before it even came out, and I was like, why do people just wait to see if it's good? It's not cool to be jumping. Then came out, and I was like, nice one, these dickheads. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. It's, it's the worst, the absolute shit. Anyway, that was Fallout Boy featuring Missy Elliott doing. Ghostbusters, a fucking clone of a clone of a song, essentially. Yeah. Um, poor fucking. Oh, I can't even think about it. it hurts. It actually hurts me soul. It hurts <laughs> me soul thinking about it. It's, I'm it's, not afraid. Not, not afraid. afraid. I like the guitar tone. Yeah, the, it's Fallout Boy. Like, yeah, guitars good. and drums and all sound real good. But um, this is the first time I've seen you properly in six months, and I can't look at them properly. Why? Because I just I'm coveted. You've got COVID. No, I don't have COVID, but I'm. Oh, yeah. I, I've literally been looking at dogs and pigeons. Yeah. yeah, for it's like weird. a year. And I, I can barely talk to. I could. I couldn't talk to you before. I go. Duh, 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 duh. I walked in. I was like, take out that dog. <gasps> I know you, person. I know you. Who was your next one? Uh, Counting crows with Vanessa Carlton doing big yellow taxi. <laughs> I don't know even the original of this, do we? Uh, Johnny Mitchell's nineteen seventy-three. Maybe. I'm not a big Johnny Mitchell head. No, 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 it seems to go. Okay, then, absolutely, yeah. The tampon ad, yeah. The song initially is not amazing. Okay. But at least it has credibility. Okay. The cover makes me want to die. <laughs> no, I don't want to think about, like, oh, it makes me want to get sick. It feels like I'm walking over a grow up. I want to go straight to death. I don't want to go straight to death. I'm looking at the album cover, and it's kind of nice. That's off the album Hard Candy from yeah. 2002. I like they, the artwork. Um, do you know what? I had things to say about it. But then I read a quote, right. and I'm, I, I couldn't do better than the quote. <laughs> I never do this. I never let someone else write the piece. Okay. But I every time I was reading it out, going, "Fuck me, man! This is a review of this song." I couldn't. I like. I was like, "It's gonna cut into me my time slagging it if I say this quote." But it's so good. Right. So play the song anyway, so okay. we can, uh, so we can say the quote. Paradise and put up a fucking line with a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? It'd be a paradise and put up a fucking line. You took all the trees and put them in a tree museum. Charge the people a dollar and a half. No, I hate that band anyway. Yeah, yeah. And Vanessa Carlton does nothing, she's not for me. They they didn't have me in mind when they were marketing Vanessa Carlton, so it's not her fault. She she won't care if I don't like her. Uh, (laughs) Me, Um, yeah, that's uh, I was thinking about like putting into words, and I was like, I'm just making sure that people did hate this, so I put in mm. like looking up researching what other people were saying about it at the time, and I found. The review from the Village Voice, which is like an alternative newspaper in, in America, mm-hmm. and they named it the worst cover song of the two thousands, <laughs> ten years, right? And they said, "Oh Jesus, 
<laughs> it's archived on Joni Mitchell's website. That's mad. So she archived this review. Really? Okay. Right. Right. Give, give it to me. Adam, we don't know what you misunderstood with the song's anti-globalisation, anti-industrial, anti-corporation message, or you just chose to ignore it, if so, so you can get free cappuccinos for life. <laughs> but we're going to hip you to the harsh reality. Seriously, you know the line about how they paved paradise and put in a parking lot from the song? Like how they replaced, <laughs> like how they replaced something beautiful and replaced it with something cold, heartless, and commercial. That's you. You're the, you're the parking lot. You're the parking lot, motherfucker. <laughs> you drove your shitty steamroller over something everyone loved, so you could pander your sensitive pussy hound wine to the people waiting in line at Carl's Junior. <laughs> they paved Nirvana and put up Counting Crows. <laughs> I never got the count grows to be honest with you NME just said uh, they just put it on their worst they also put it on their list of, oh. of the worst covers of the 2000s uh, that is a, an absolutely horrific do you know what it is? that's a, that's the 7 o'clock karaoke yeah. when you go in and people are not quite drunk yet and they're kind of I, I, I never really loved that song initially but it's kind of charming for what it yeah, was in yeah. the 70s I think the song is about when Joni Mitchell uh, booked her first ever flight to Hawaii okay or was forced every time there and she got to the hotel and she was delighted to wake up in the morning because she got there late and she opened up and she's first thing she saw was these amazing mountains but as soon as she looked down there was a car park there okay, right. and she's ever seen yeah and it ruined the whole visual for the whole tour mm. or whatever time she was there and then Count and Cross oh. came and did that just to really really it's, 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 I believe they used the song as a metaphor to review the song yeah that's perfect meta as fuck it is yeah Anyway, Fuck. I don't want to talk about that anymore because I hate it. What's, what's your yeah, this is, folks? Not gonna lie, this is gonna be a fast podcast. That's fine by me because who wants to say who wants to spend loads of time talking about fucking garbage? Um, but I, I think they enjoy the fact that we're lashing into them. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. The way we just enjoyed that review. Uh, so my next one is the Happy Mondays covering the boys are back in town. Hmm. Which you know what? I thought I was listening to this going, this isn't that bad. But then about a minute into it, yeah, takes a nosedive. One hundred. It starts off in the kind of standard. Manchester-y bongo fucking it Django just, It just sounds like they're singing the lyrics of the song over one their own songs. 100%. But then... Yeah, they, they start doing this fucking thing where they don't rely... I'm going to play a bit of it now in a second, but they start doing this thing where they don't even rely on the the, the melody of the song nope. or too much of the lyrics of the song. And they just bring some board in to sing The Boys Are Back In Town real low that in the bit, background. That bit is the bit that got me. Yeah. Well, fucking, he is just looking, yeah, with the boys. I'm going to play a bit of it now. Because the problem I have with this song is, A, it's shy. And B, they changed it so much that they, they shouldn't have even said that this is a cover. Nobody would have noticed. Yeah. You know what I mean? If what this song wasn't called. The lyrics and it would have been like one of their own. Just their own shit. song. I don't you know, know what I mean? I don't really like the happy one. It's not going to lie. They have a few good songs. Yeah. This is on their greatest hits. Do you know what I mean? Even uh, Madonna, even Madonna didn't put this on her. Right, yeah, let, 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 let's get a little bit of this fucking thing going here. Today, don't forget, boys, never leave it away. Have a 
just fucking rave rocker fucking E heroin fodder. It's fucking garbage. Um, but the last I think forty seconds of it is is some of the most incoherent songwriting I've ever heard in my entire life. There's just shouting and yeah and whoa and eh, whoa back for like forty seconds at the end of it. It is I, meandering. I don't mind them too much. I just don't like Happy Mondays fans. They're the kind of people you see. Happy Mondays people are probably like that as well. Like, ah, fuck it, fuck all that. Nah, yeah. Isn't it? Having the big sneer yeah. at everything. I yeah. don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't do like a mad amount of fucking drugs like that or whatever. I'm probably sure it was great crack. We uh, talked about this before with like Weller fans and Jam fans and stuff like that as well. They're all kind of in the same same kind of boat. And, like, uh, I can't I can't pretend to like the Happy Mondays. Yeah, like, again, I, don't, I actually prefer Black Grape over Happy Mondays because yeah. they're a little bit more energetic, a little bit more fun. But I think they try to write songs. Yeah, exactly. And they had proper musicians in the band that weren't just fucking wastrels as well, <laughs> which always makes a big fucking difference. Um, yeah, for me, that's just a meandering mess. Um, there's no point in them ever saying it was a Tim Lizzy cover. Like you said, they could have just changed the lyrics completely and uh, gotten away with it. Nobody ever would have twigged that no. it was a it was a, a Tim Lizzy cover ever. No, no fucking way. You know. Um, guess who's back in town guess who's back in town happy Mondays is back in town yeah it's, it's not for it's not for me by any stretch of the imagination I, I, I really dislike it yeah. um, who is your next one my next one is Joe Dolan doing Disco 2000 by Jesus Christ now the most famous uh, Westmead Bachelor Joe Dolan covering the 1994 pulp classic Disco 2000 <laughs> which I hated at the time but now grew years later mm-hmm. to love because mm-hmm. I, I love it uh, he did it on his 1998 album, Joe's 90s, a collection of 90s songs and alternative songs and indie songs. Then we talk about doing a full podcast on this as well. Yeah, we probably will at some yeah. stage, maybe, because straight off the bat, I want to say that Joe Dolan released two cover albums around this time. Yes. Right? Uh, Joe's 90s, that we just talked about there, and 21st Century mm. Joe, where he covered the likes of T Rex, Oasis, uh, REM. And I have to say, most of the instrumentation, the production, Adapting the songs to his style uh, and, of course, his voice make them really good albums. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah, when he's you listen great. to them, you can't, you can't fault them. Yeah. Because the idea of the idea of Joe Dolan covering a lot of them songs, to me when I was younger, was horrific. And I remember hearing this and going, we'll, we'll talk about this song in a minute. <laughs> but only recently I started listening to the rest of those Joe Dolan cover albums. I don't think I ever listened to the full, full one. And I can't genuinely. I was trying to. I was. I was picking out songs. Right, going right. This was going to be a fucking car dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah. And I, I started listening. They're going. Sounds great. <laughs> the instrumentation, all of it. It's just played beautifully. And his voice. Yeah. His voice is impeccable. Yeah, yeah. It's flawless. Joe Dolan's voice is literally just flawless. Well, you're in Joe Dolan's stomping ground right now. Was uh, his fella walked across the road? Oh yeah. Yeah. He used to be over up here all the time, buying points for everybody. Fair play to him. Yeah. Joe Dolan did. Yeah. I never got a point by Joe Dolan. No. It would have been nice. So I was looking through Radiohead's High and Dry. Very good. REM's Everybody Hurts. Does a great job of it. The Blur's Universal is a really mm, good version of it. I remember that. He does. I was. I, I thought I found the one. I was like, Lannis Morissette's one handed in my pocket by mm. Joe Dolan. It can't be good. Sounded great. <laughs> he just nailed it. He just. Yeah. It's, he's not. He's not. It, he has an effortless voice. Yeah. He's hitting those notes and it's nothing to him. Means nothing. Yeah. yeah. And and but he's yeah, he's actually putting effort into them. Mm. Um, and U 2s Wild Horses is is really good cover. Well, uh, it's it's, it's he, he changes the uh, melody vocal melody a little bit, yeah, but it's yeah. still good. Uh, so I can't pick any fault with them to be honest with you. So it feels a bit disingenuous to pick this one song out and go, 
Right, this is shit. Well, you but wanted I, to hate it enough <clears> that the hate will take over a little bit. Yeah, well, like I'll tell you why I hate it, but I did have to say first, uh, to be fair, those two albums are a shock to the system as to how decent they are, yeah. considering what they are. So... This would have been um, coming in off, off the heels of Tom Jones on cover covers album as well, didn't he? I checked that. That was after. He after did that, this? Yeah. After. He did that after. He did it after Joe's, the second Joe album. Oh, well. So he saw this doing. Rubber. But I think Paul Anka and like uh, Pat Boone were doing them first. Yeah, okay. And they saw shit. I remember Pat Boone doing, doing Holy Diver. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. It's yeah. genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like, that. Yeah. Holy Diver. Yeah, and it just that. genuinely sounds great. Yeah. I can't fault that either. Um, the, the problem I have with this is Disco 2000 is a sort of sardonic kind of song. It's, it's kind of a bit of a sarcastic as well yeah. it's also Marmite like you either, you either fucking really hate it yeah, or you really but, love but it. I didn't really get it the first time I thought yeah. it was too poppy but yeah. if you listen to the lyrics they're sad and they're mournful oh, yeah. and they're regretful yeah, yeah. and they're depressed depressed yep. someone is it's it's a bit like it reminds me a little bit of like Tom Waits's Martha mm. except a disco style of it because it has that lyrical content of I remember I used to know this girl and mm. I wonder what mm. she's up to now and mm. maybe it could still work but Joe Dolan takes that the idea of Jarvis Cocker singing mournfully over a really happy bit and he makes it happy mm. and he makes it sound like uh, it's a bit it's a bit bingo hall and it's a Definitely bit is. it's a bit live at three <laughs> <laughs> play it there you'll see what I mean I, yeah. actually the problem is oh, another thing right the reason you have to play so much of this song is mm. another reason that I had to put this on the list is so after you'll, you'll hear the start of it being actually alright because yeah. Like I said, those albums are grand. When it gets to the chorus, it's terrible. And do you remember the first line that comes in after the chorus? Doesn't matter if you don't, right? I, w- I will, because once it's playing. I remembered. So, Jarvis Cocker... Oh, it's really hard to explain. Jarvis Cocker delivers the line. Really, he, he almost whispers it like mm. a schoolboy because it's a kind of... It's a, it's a line that's kind of... Uh, shit. This is really hard to explain when I was saying what the line is, but mm. you'll hear it in a minute. Jarvis Cocker handles it perfectly. It's like a little schoolboy saying mm. something like about a girl. Ooh, mm. ooh, ooh, he said that. Yeah, and it was cool. Oh, I know Joe Dolan goes welly, full welly yeah, into it. Yeah. And that's when I wanted you to stop the song. Okay. And that's when it, it's too much for Joe Dolan to say that line. He should have either, I'd never condone changing someone else's yeah. lyrics, but he should have left this bit out. So stick it on there. And it's actually all right until it gets to the chorus. And then this, this horrible line, which we can't, you can't do that, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay. All That's right. weird when he says it. Yeah, Joe. You were the first girl at school to get breasts. Yeah, he dug in there, didn't he? He went fucking into it. Fucking hell. He's still coming hot off the chorus, you see. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, that, it. That's proof that it was one take, then. That chorus was... Oh, he's a... Joe, he, he'll do one take. Yeah. Not fucking about bang it out. Not oh, like me. Man. I take 85 takes That's for it. That's the, the only one, way right? to do it. Chop um, it up. Chop like, it up. Like I said... I had to give a glowing review to the two albums, realistically, yeah. because I do like them. It's great. But that... And that's the fourth song off the first cover album. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. so... I, think you think, I literally think you can do it without that. There's another couple of covers that weren't great, mm. but none that made me go, ah, that's... Garbage. It's that disco beat, like you were saying. That disco beat it. there kind of... It cheapens the whole thing. It turns yeah. it into Madonna's American yeah, it's play. too much. Anyway, he, the, the cover of that album, Joe's 90s, was brilliant. Remember, it was like a piss take of Joe 90. Yes. Yeah, it's a good, the like Thunderbirds, a puppet, yeah. the Thunderbirds puppet thing. But look, like I said, I feel semi bad for picking a song off that album. And by Joe Dolan, who's a legend, mm. to be honest with you. Uh, but that's garbage, and it's on the worst covers list. So there you go. What's your next one? <laughs> uh, my next one is uh, is a song that hurt me to put on the list, and I feel bad for putting it on there. But I I also felt like I had to put it on there, much like your your Joe your Joe song there. Yeah, and I picked the Cure covering Purple Haze. I like it. I don't think it should exist. Uh, I really like it. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. I'm going to tell you one thing now. I'm going to mention a band, and once I mention, I'm going to mention two bands, and once I mention them, and I play a bit of this, right? What I might do is I might play a bit from the start, and I might jump down to the end of it. Okay. And when I mention these bands, you're going to listen. You're going to hear the song in a completely different light. Okay. okay? Uh, this to me is just too it's too fucking wacky right now I want you to listen to this it's psychedelic isn't it it starts off psychedelic and it ends up they're using drum loops now 100% and the way they produce the drums I'm going to give you the names of the bands now the way they produce the drums and bits of the bass sounds like M people and the stereo MCs right oh shit okay so when I say those bands to you now tell me I'm going to jump around a bit in this song folks right? it's going to be a bit jarring but we've plenty of time and I want everybody to listen to this fucking thing and tell me that you can't hear elements of M people and stereo MCs in here.
<laughs> that entire song is just wholeheartedly unnecessary. Just this weird gospel fucking honky tonk M people piano. Gling 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 and the bass that goes like boom 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 boom. It does nothing for me. I think that sounds more like uh, early Massive Attack. I don't, I'm not getting any sort and of trip hoppy thing. I from definitely it. get uh, Madonna justify my life. Yeah, I'm getting a Madonna vibe off it. But when I was listening to it the other day, I sat there listening to a choice trail and there's some fucking. It, it sounds to me like this isn't really a cure thing, it's just a Robert Smith thing where he just got a lot of fucking loops. It's also five and a half minutes too long. Like, it's incredibly fucking yeah, long. They do that sometimes. Um, it should be three minutes maximum. But by the end of it, he just kind of stops singing and he lets this fucking shitty piano start doing this plonky plink 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 a plink a plonk plinky plink plink plinky plinky plonk plinky plink plink oh I know that bit yeah I'm not following that bit plinky plink plink plinky plonky plonk plinky plinky plink once he does it once you know it's coming again you're like ah don't listen to this again now it's just another layer that you just let roll for fucking like eight bars or whatever and shit like that it's just too long I find there was some stuff he done that was interesting at the start of it that has kind of almost like a shoegazy feel to it that was kind of cool but it, he soon after kind of leaves that behind and you're just left with this kind of mid-90s kind of pop. It's, it, it's like he, he, he got a fucking backing track and decided to cure it up a little bit, but he didn't do quite enough. Yeah. Like I just, it, it's, it does nothing for me and I personally hope I never ever hear it again. That's, I'm going to go that far with it. Uh, if I fuck up anything in this recording, you'll have to edit it. If you edit this, which means you'll have to listen to it again. Yeah, probably. It's, it's just it's super it's super <laughs> yeah. fucking bizarre, and it's like I like it. I just think it's. I, I love the Cure. And I love Jimi Hendrix. It's never, it's never on an album, or it's on some. It's on a rare piece of and yeah, rarities fucking a, thing called Join the Dots. Yeah, Join the Dots is amazing. Uh, I have that on CD, a four CD, out, but uh, I don't mind it. So I don't mind the Doors cover either. Does he do a Doris cover? Does like my fire, yeah. Oh, that's right. Fuck, man. That's not. That's worse than this. No, this one. This one bothered me. This one bothered <laughs> me an awful lot. Um, yeah, I just can't. There's something about. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard a solid Jimi Hendrix cover. Ever, because they either do it like they're trying to be Jimi Hendrix, and there's no point in doing that. Um, or they go too book wild with it, and this might be too book wild for me. Um, it's just too fucking bizarre. I, again, I don't see the point in it. It's like they said, do you like Jimi Hendrix? When, yeah. I was like, do you want to play a Jimi Hendrix song? Yeah. What song do you want to play? Doesn't matter. Like, if he was down Voodoo Child, it would sound like that. Do you know what I mean? Voodoo it, Child, it, all in my head. Yeah, yeah. Voodoo <laughs> Child, all in my head. <laughs> Bling, 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 I'm not bling, mad bling, about the bling, 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 bling. But I actually, I still, I still quite like the cover. Obviously. No, it's not for me. It's not for me. Who was your next one? My next one is uh, the Flying Pickets okay. doing uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you see, once I saw this, I went, I'm adding that up to the list without even hearing it. Uh, because yeah. because I hate uh, acapella stuff. I hate their version of Only You that they had a massive hit with. Yeah. The, the, you know, the, I hate acapella stuff. I hate uh, acapella covers. Yeah. Especially. I hate if covers that smells like Teen Spirit. We talked about to take that yeah. one. We tried to find it, but it's yeah. only on YouTube. Tori Amos one I can take or leave. You, yeah. you like it. I'm not a massive fan of it. Yeah. The problem is, though, right? When I was on my way in the bus, I was listening to this again going, yeah, these are all shit. And I got to this one and I went, oh, I don't know if I hate this. <laughs> so, um, I listened to it again. Yeah. And I went, oh, I think I hate it, but... Why, why is there a part of me going, that's not that bad at all. In fact, parts of that are quite haunting and good. Hmm. And I was like, no, it's the flying pickets don't smell like Teen Spirit. 
I want you to play it. I want you to tell me what you think, honestly. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah, right. right. Let's let's give it a spin. What did you play as much as you want of it until right. you figured out what you what you think of it? Confused. Yeah, I'm very confused. Okay, so intro shy. Shy. Verse is very good. Yeah. And the chorus is meh. But that verse is really haunting and evil. Yeah. Because he, he does it all in minor or something. Like, he never. Well, it's, I think it's, yeah. <coughs> like he never he never hits the notes. He kind of always goes like an octave below or a half octave below or whatever the fuck it is to make it weird and ghosty. I don't know. I think I like that bit of it, but then gang a dang. Yeah, fuck don't off, say the gang-a-dang. words gang a dang. Yeah, down the gang a dang a dang. If they had have actually not done that, I'd actually like it way more. Yeah, I think if they just done like da, 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 yeah. whatever, just make distortion noises with your mouth. Yeah, gadang a dang can fuck off. Fucking Ralph Harris. But when he starts singing, I was like. Like that bit. Yeah, when he starts fucking load up on God, bring your friend. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel what, about that. Like, when I heard the first bit, I added it instantly and went, that's going on, it's shite. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, listen, we've all been taken before. Like, um, I don't know, what I'll do is uh, leave it on it because I'm putting it down a shite now. Yeah, it's too late. That's the, the, the shite stamp of approval. Uh, that's what it gets. You can hear fridges in the background. Let's keep our gargle cold. Oh, you can hear that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, but like, we need that. We need, we need that. We need it. We need it. Uh, okay, so well, I think we're onto my last one. We're we? onto your last one, yeah. Holy shit. All right, this is really, really bad. Uh, this is a famously bad cover. That is, uh, I've never heard anybody talk about liking ever. Uh, which means Helmet probably likes it. So uh, it's Megadeth doing Anarchy in the UK. No, it's shit. It's so bad. It's shit. It's so fucking bad. It's, uh, it's up there with Motley Crue's version. It's just, he didn't even learn the lyrics. Yeah. Now, apparently, the, the more they're going on with this album is being recorded anyway. And they had to fucking, they had to, whatever, they, uh, the record label wanted an extra track or some bullshit like that. So, uh, so just just do Anarchy in the UK. And I wouldn't mind, I don't think in the song once he even says Anarchy in the UK, he says Anarchy in the USA. So why they called the song Anarchy in the UK, <laughs> but sang Anarchy in the USA is fucking beyond me. Now, in terms of like musical stuff, it's fine. 
like it sounds like Megadeth I'm all over it uh, just kill drums fucking I wouldn't be uh, pulling the belly off myself like that bass player <laughs> we're gonna get to that later tonight um, yeah uh, it has one of the worst guitar solos I've heard ever that's just literally like we don't know like, it's like they forgot how the song went <laughs> and they went like just fuck a solo in it man just fuck a solo in it because it's three minutes long which I think is, is what 30 40 seconds longer than the original one I, I could be fucking wrong uh, yeah but he, he, essentially you have to think back to like around this era Metallica would have been covering fucking anti-nowhere league and misfits yeah. and all that but like they're, they would have been uh, kind of slightly more underground bands that they were trying to kind of lift up a little bit you know they went for the pennies punk bands they went for the absolute fucking yeah. like Ramones t-shirt out of Primark fucking band like probably the most famous punk song of all time yeah and I'm like but well, that's the only one we know isn't it? Like, my, my, well, they're doing it we have to exactly <laughs> yeah. the baddies are doing it they're doing punk bands so we better do punk bands so let's just do the biggest one and that'll make us bigger oh, that, than Metallica that, yeah we'll win then yeah well re- when realistically when Metallica were doing that there's no four people on earth that knew that those were misfit songs yeah. and, and budgie songs and fucking yeah. anti-nowar league songs like, and they picked good songs and they picked great fucking songs like uh, let's play a bit of this absolute fucking abortion <laughs> Absolute dog shit. That's, that's probably the worst I've heard so far. Yeah, it's the, the it's the worst one on the playlist by far. It's it's so fucking horrendous. Like I said, he doesn't know the lyrics and he tries to kind of phonetically melt the words. Uh, it's uh, even the solo you can tell was just listen, I just wing it. How do you do a song that's so Londony? It's so pure London. Yeah. 
How do you do that? You can't. Like, and the fact that the fact of the matter is, like, when you listen to Metallica do the other other bands' covers, they just do it in the Metallica style. He's yeah. trying to do the fucking accent. He's trying to do all that shit, and it doesn't work with his voice. It's 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 so fucking shit. It's so fucking shit. I wish um, I hadn't heard that again. It's like I said, famously fucking shy, like infamously fucking dirt. <laughs> there's, there's there's no two ways about it. It's absolute dog shit, and. Uh, there's no point in me saying I hope I never hear it again because I guarantee you I'm going to hear that at least a thousand times more before I die because cunts love playing it. Cunts yeah. love playing it. Really? Yeah. Molly, that's worse than the Motley Crue version. Uh, that's all it was. <sighs> Gack. It's like they kept going. Keep going. Oh, that's all it was. Oh, fucking what? Yeah, more? Uh, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh. 100% written on the floor. You can hear it being written on the floor. Oh, God. You know what I mean? It's absolute dog shit. Anyway, who is your last one? My last one is one that most people consider to be one of the best covers ever. I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of like this. Yeah, that's all right. The original is by Simon and Garfunkel, so I already can tell you that it's the sound <laughs> of silence, and you probably already know it's by Disturbed. Uh Simon and Garfunkel was one of like an, an epic folk classic, a big epic, mm. big battle epic. It's not battle though, no, no. but battle epic. Try, try and tell the story of that. Uh, people consider the this sound of Sabaton like genuinely one of the best things. I consider it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I made up a word today, and I can't figure out what. I, I made up <laughs> a word. It's going to go two ways. It'll either be called emotion, okay, like faux emotion, or just faux emotional. Oh, faux emotional is good. F-A-U-X motion. Yeah, emotional. This is <clears throat> manufactured goosebumps in a can. 100%. Yeah. It doesn't actually, it's not really doing anything mm-hmm. other than hitting, finding out what people's little uh, goosebump nerve is and going, yeah. and, exactly. and, and what frequency and, does the hair in your yeah. arm stand up? Yeah, and hamming it. Yeah. Like, who am I to say that? I don't know what people are fucking actually, you know, goosebumping about. <laughs> but, like, what's for, what's for real? What are they really feeling or not? But, it just seems to me like emotion in a can, to be honest with you. It definitely uh, feels it, yeah. A rare <clears throat> thing that they figured out how to like emotionally trigger a chemical in you that makes you go, it uh, makes you all sentimental and fucking like wistful. Yeah, and definitely. Fucking that, like the one I saw in it was the live version. I don't think I've ever heard the studio version of it. This is, play. This is, uh, this is for people who don't know why they're upset about something. But oh, this, yeah. this gives them a little tiny doorway into it, like <laughs> something real shit happened to them, or, or in there, and, and all of a sudden they're like, "I love that I'm feeling that." I'm like, "You're feeling something else." Just so you know, they've they've triggered, yeah. they're triggering that old shit in you, and it's coming out of this song. Yeah. They they added pheromones into the recording of yeah. the song, like yeah. They've tapped in. They're using they're using some old trauma in you now. Mm. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the fact that like that's just bullshit. I I I I don't know what it is. I've never heard a fucking happy person go, I really like... No, I have. It's not true. Well, have Everyone loves this. Everyone loves this fucking cover. It's stupid. I'll tell you why. Right, the original like was like this beautifully epic song. Yeah. And Simon and Garfunkel are singing it. And they're letting the song be the star of the show. Yeah. They're letting... Their voices, they sound like kind of two soldiers singing a song on the way home from a war or okay. they're about to get killed. I always felt that about it. It's like a little a song you'd sing with your mate walking over a hill. That's what they were doing, just humming it and singing to each other. I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to yourself. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, but I get it. I get it. But I'm my best mate. I I'm, I don't care. Right, this song was used in like the actual Winter Olympics. Like French figure skaters <laughs> used it as part of their thing. Really, I can't remember what they won or not. Uh, recently, uh, there was this monstrously big viral hit the lockdown, and of course, someone went, "How will I get?" 
people to be emotional about my video. Oh yeah, I'll just use that song that yeah. that does the tapped in emotional shit. Yeah, yeah. the faux motion, <laughs> emotional. <laughs> no, faux motion's better, isn't it? Faux motional sounds real, almost. Yeah, sounds like a real word. The, this. Oh god, look, I'm putting it on. But as I'll tell you, right, the original was really, really nice, and they never let it get away from them. Just play this here and tell me that he's not taking over to. He's flexing his throat muscles. I hate it. All right, here we go. Fool said I, you do not Silence like a cancer Making a fucking meal out of it anyway. Oh, that's just so bad. Do you know what, man? Do you know what I hate? I don't even tell people that I don't like this song anymore. So I worked in rock clubs for years and people kept requesting this. And they're like, why don't you play? I'm going, listen, it's just a bit of a fucking buzzkill. Like, it's not, it's one of the best songs I've ever written. I'm like, well, okay, I won't get into it. And, and I'm like, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not playing it because I fucking hate it. And then they all do the same thing. Well, what you don't know is. My mate died. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know why you're requesting this song. <laughs> yeah, but what, what you don't know is, right, that this song means a lot to me because... When I, oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, this is now the new generation's Wish You Were Here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is the funeral song. Oh, 100%, yeah, yeah. And this is the Ask the DJ after, you, like, a week after... Well, when you when we were kids, right, when you were like sixteen or someone died, the ma always requested Robbie Williams' "Angels" to be played yes. at the funeral. That's what this is. Yeah, and this is now the fucking two thousands, two thousand ten. Wish you were here, like Angels. Yeah, and now, and now this. this. Yeah, absolutely. Except, Angels is a very good song. Yeah, Wish you were here is a masterpiece. Yeah, this is a cover of a song that was already great. Now, yeah. let me ask you this: How many pe- these people requested Simon and Garfunkel uh, for their mate a year before this song came n- out? None. None. Absolutely none of them. And 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 That's fucking <laughs> atrocious. Like I said, I liked it because I saw the live version of it where they had the orchestra and all, and it was uh, oh, you'd add extra bit of fucking uh, extra bit. Of oh yeah, more motion, more motion. Yeah, up how to do, eleven. How do we turn? Oh, we've already done that. Yeah, how do we turn it up. Um, so yeah, I, I I was all right with it. I never. That's the only time I've ever heard that studio version of it, and it's a bit try hard. I don't like. I'm I'm saying that they took the the softness out of the original. Songs don't have to sound like the original. But if you replace one thing with another, like if you replace the softness with that thing, it doesn't automatically make it right. Yeah. Like you can't take a cake mix, take out the chocolate and put fucking pasta sauce in and go, well, that's going to taste nice now because it's a new original take on chocolate cake. No, no. Chocolate cake was fine. <laughs> we don't need pasta cake. Marinara sponge. Look, fair play to people that like that. And I know loads of people do. And 
And if you're thinking immediately about a bad time in your life, they're fucking tapped in. They got you. Yeah. They got you. You fucking stung. need you. You got stung. You got stung by fucking disturbed. You fucking dope. <laughs> All right, and you don't even know if your mate would have hated that song. He probably would, but you know what? He's dead and can't hear it. It's fine. Uh, that's it. That was worst covers part you two. You know what? I just realised there's gonna be ten people I know listening. I can't think I'm talking about them. Uh, well, they're dead. No, no not the, not the <laughs> dead people. He apparently like everyone has this song for that mate. So I'm not even talking about you. Oh yeah, it's it's super common funeral song. One hundred percent. I'm still. I'm only starting to get drunk now. I'm only getting starting to get used to looking at you. Well, hello. How are you? Uh, right folks that was it that was, uh, that was a, a podcast a about something um, we are going live now in 40 minutes we're a live show but it would have been a couple of days ago for you uh, let's see how these things line up in the fucking Schneiderverse uh, Lost Art oh, fucking God. world <laughs> uh, if you like what we do go to patreon.com forward slash Lost Art podcast if you want to tip us go to kofi.com forward slash Lost Art podcast all the links are on lostartpodcast.com I never want to say Last our podcast again. <laughs> um, thank you very much. Back on Saturday with some sort of live show and all that bollocksology. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. See you later. Bye.